Hello and welcome to another edition of your favorite football podcast. I am Pat. Alongside me is Raceland. James has the day off. You will get to hear his amazing voice next Tuesday. I know you missed him, so do we. But today we are going to talk about what we were going to talk about on Tuesday, but uh, we rambled on too much, and uh, you're gonna hear it. About, you're gonna hear about it today. It is NFL Pro Days. Since the NFL is not doing a combine this year, they are having Pro Days instead. And it's set up pretty much all throughout March. And um, we're going to dive into that. And then we're going to talk about Cynthia. I'm sorry if I... Cynthia Froyland's mock draft. Okay, here we go. Yep, thank you for saving me from that one. You're welcome. Um, but first we're going to talk about NFL Pro Days, and we're going to start at the beginning. Well, I want to start off first with saying that um, with Clemson's Pro Day, Trevor Lawrence already did his because of his shoulder surgery. So that one is um, that one's already done, but they're still going to have a Pro Day for Travis Etienne and uh, a couple other people. But um, kicking it off Friday, March 5th, is Kansas. I don't have much to say about this one. Well, that's why I, I sent you the list of, I know. of no, pro I know. days. Because, I mean, we, we can't – if we go through every pro day, if we go through every day and every pro day, there's going to be a lot of them we don't have much to talk about. Well, yeah, I know. I just wanted to say what it started out with. Okay, well – uh, yeah. the, the the interesting one for me would be March 11th is Clemson's, but so you said March March well, 5th, so that's tomorrow. So who who's uh who's is who starts tomorrow? Kansas, that's it. Okay, Kansas, they, they got. The um, let me see something real quick about Kansas. Um, well, I'm more interested about March 9th with Northwestern, mainly because I'm curious to see how Greg Newsom does. Well, and uh, Rashawn Slater. Oh, yeah. Him, too. Him, too. But, um, you know. So, yeah. Um, a guy who was – his name got tossed around a little bit last year is before – not this past season, but the season before. Um, his name was tossed around of top running back, and it kind of was in the mix a little bit uh, before the start of this season. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Puka Williams Jr. from Kansas. So I think he has what it takes to be an NFL running back. But do other other teams see that? Maybe now does he have it to he does he have what it takes to be a starter? In the perfect situation, sure. But I think he'd be a solid backup somewhere. You know where I think he'd fit in well. Where? Probably with the Giants. I you think, think he'd so? Fit in well with the, yeah. Underneath Saquon, be like a third down guy maybe, or train under Saquon. I think that'd work well. Because right now, like you said, he got kind of thrown under the radar, but he is good. But he is. He is. It'll, it'll definitely take the right team and the right scheme of things for him to really. Right. To reach he, full full potential. He's got to he's got to 
he's got to ultimately end up trying to be he's going to want to obviously play the best he can but ideally he he's got to try and be like what Kareem Hunt can be for the Browns right no that's why I wonder if he can maybe do that for the Giants he might be able to but then you come with the issue of Saquon is is fairly I don't say he's fairly injury prone because he's been hurt a lot in his NFL career but so that would then push him into the starting role. So maybe maybe the Giants aren't the right pick. If you want to say, um, uh, where, where would be a good place for him? Probably. You could you could maybe go with uh, Indianapolis, have him back yep. up. Uh, well, no, because they still have uh, Hines. Right. I don't know where he would go. It, it would have to be. It would have to be a place where they don't have. I'm trying to think. Who's I, I, you? Uh, okay, so maybe, maybe this is harder than what it thinks. What it seems. Um, what are the Cardinals? Do, about the Cardinals? Do we they have, have a... the the Cardinals have no idea right now. Their their starter is uh, Chase Edmonds. Oh, okay. Because um, Kenyon Drake is a free agent, and it doesn't seem like they're ha- they've been in talks with him as as getting a a deal done. Oh, okay. Well, that one's going to be a little bit harder than we thought. <laughs> but so, like you said, like you so, said, if, if if he were to go to the Giants and Saquon stay healthy, he could be that solid third down guy, that solid backup. That, that right. they could use. So, um, but yeah, like I said, we can't go through every. Oh no, I know. I every college and I every just day. To bring up the first one that that kicked it off. Okay. Okay. Well. Okay. So, like I said, it, the first day that popped out to me was Clemson. Right. Um, obviously, is... Lawrence has has already had his his pro day, his quote unquote pro day. Um, right. That's March 11th. Let me see. We've got they they released the lists today. Yeah, I got Travis. No, Etienne. yesterday. Yeah, they they released the list yesterday of of all the guys who have been invited to or who all the guys who are having pro days. All right. With Travis Etienne, Omari Rogers, wide receiver, um, tackle Jackson Carmen, wide receiver Cornell Powell. That's another good one that doesn't really get much recognition. Powell? Mm-hmm. Because Amari Rogers, I mean, he's very good, but Cornell is up there, too. I think he could make a pretty good statement in the NFL with the right team. Uh, I see him more as a, a sixth-round receiver. And I'm not saying sixth-round receivers <laughs> can't get it done, but I think he'll do too. better than what you think. Well, I hope he does. I mean, obviously, I hope every everyone in this draft has, oh, or I just well, hope I hope anyone has great success, but not everyone can. Oh, no, yeah. I, but obviously, the the big name for me would be Travis Etienne. The Cardinals need a running back. If they can somehow, if he if he falls to the second round and he's available, I wouldn't mind the Cardinals taking him. Honestly, like I said before, I wouldn't mind the Cardinals taking him or Najee Harris for the first round pick. Yeah, well, it'd be a good pick either way you look at it. I mean. I'm sure you wouldn't be mad about it. You definitely need it. It's not like, you know, drafting a quarterback the first round when you don't need one. 
No shade to Green Bay, but yes. <laughs> so no, there's shade to Green Bay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. We don't do that round here. There's shade to Green Bay, but we don't do that. Sure. Um, no, so no. Green Bay. We don't do that around here. We don't draft a quarterback in the first round. Uh, we don't need one. Well, I mean, they also – you can't necessarily blame them because they did the same thing when they had Brett Favre and they to drafted be, Aaron Rodgers. To be fair, Aaron Rodgers was, no offense to Jordan Love, better than Jordan Love. Well, in hindsight, obviously, yes. So there you go. That's all I'm getting. In hindsight, yes. Okay, so real quick, I, I've got ESPN on my TV right next to me, and it says there's a developing story saying that the Seahawks are fielding trade offers for Russell Wilson. Wilson has listed the Bears, the Cowboys, the Raiders, and the Saints as the only approved teams that he would like to be traded to. Um, there have been rumors that, I, <laughs> that I've, I've been seeing and hearing that maybe he ends up, like the, the two best places for him to end up would be either Dallas or New Orleans. Dallas, with the, the situation of they're not sure if, if Dak is going to come back or if they're going to re-sign him right. or tag him. And then New Orleans, obviously still not sure what's going on. If if Breeze is going to be retiring, if he's not retiring, um, something he posted on, on the social media the other day would prove otherwise that maybe he's not retiring right. by pushing – Right. It, it's, it, he, he posted his workout the other day, seemingly to try and show that, you know, maybe he's not done. Right. I don't think he so, is. Oh, he is. I think I, th- I mainly think, speculation. I think he is. I think he is done. I think he, uh, although I would imagine if he, if he was done, he probably would have said it by now. Right. So, he's not one of so those to where that, wait till the last minute. That kind of makes me think that he, isn't done yet. The fact that he hasn't said anything, but I think it'll be one more year. He might. He might because I was listening to something the other day. I can't remember what it was exactly. Uh, they were talking about Breeze and him going. Well, Tom Brady won a Super Bowl at at what forty? How old is he? Forty three? How old is Tom Brady? Do you know? I believe he's forty three. Let's see. Let me look it up real quick so I can be sure. Okay. Tom Brady well, is yes, forty three years old. If he if he if he's looking at that going, now Tom Brady winning the Super Bowl at the age of forty three, well, maybe there still is a chance that I can I can come in and do it next year. There's always a great possibility for that. There, there's just, always he, that chance, but Right. But so yeah, so get get back to what we were talking about um, with um, pro days. Uh, Oklahoma right. the next day on March twelfth has they have their pro day. Mm-hmm. Their uh, their pro day um, participants include cornerback Trey Brown, offensive tackle Adrian Ely, center Creed Humphrey, cornerback mm-hmm. Trey Norwood, Ronnie Perkins, defensive end, and Ramondae. Ramondre Stevenson running back. Obviously the one I'm interested in is Creed Humphrey. Right. He uh he's a great center. He yeah. some some have him as the top rated center, some have him as the top three within the top three. He he's a very good center. Oh yeah. 
Absolutely, if, he's very good. If the Cardinals have the opportunity to draft him in in the third round, if he, if he's still available in the third round, then there's a conspiracy going on. I don't know, I don't know why, but, but right. Creed, Creed Humphrey definitely. I I would pick him if I absolutely needed a, a center, and the Cardinals do. Right. I'd take him, but the Cardinals do have more holes to fill than than just. While that, true, but they, that got, is an important one. No, I know it is. I, I agree it is. I, I completely agree it is. But the way it sounds after having listened to the Cardinals offensive line coach kind of makes me think he was talking uh, last week about bringing in a uh, another guy to to try and compete with the two we, that are currently there now and Mason Colon. Lamont Gallard, mm. and the way he said it made it sound like they might try and target one in free agency. Oh, okay. So, now that doesn't mean we well, obviously can't, it, because if if the Cardinals have a guy at sixteen that they really have high hopes for, that they have high on their mock draft or on their uh, draft board, then they'll take him. Right, but, and that'll fluctuate too. Right. So, but it's, so Creed Humphrey is a guy who is looked at as mainly um, you know, a, guy, a guy who's going to go in the second round somewhere. So, right. Well, and if uh, if, if he does a, slip by into the third round, I see. I don't think he will. I don't. I know if he slips to the third round, it'll be like early third, like Jacksonville would take him, or or, or the Jets would take him. Right, it, 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 he wouldn't make it out of the top three picks because then someone would trade up to get him. Um, if he's there at, in in the second round for Arizona, I wouldn't mind taking him. I wouldn't mind the Cardinals taking him. Yeah, well, um, it wouldn't be a bad pick by any means. And he already has uh, he he has um, chemistry with Kyler Murray when they played at Oklahoma together, and yeah, and Kyler Murray was was um, posting some of uh, Humphrey's game film on social media last week, two weeks ago, saying how great of a center he is. So I mean, if, if he's available in the second round, who said the Cardinals don't take him? Very well could. Very well could. I'm interested in Ronnie Perkins. Now, okay. I, we are probably not going to bring back um, Olivier Vernon. Olivier Vernon, yep. Uh, Ronnie would be a pretty good fit. I I don't know, I I don't know about that. He he had the first five games of his of 2020 season suspended. He mm-hmm. still, but he's still second team All Conference. He had 24 tackles, ten and a half for loss, and five and a half sacks. Um, right. All posed in all asset. posed in six games. Right, I think he'd be a good asset. He he very well could be the one that he he could be a guy that you know, really pushes into the league and takes over. But I don't know. I don't see him much as more than maybe a backup. Well, and, and that might be true, but so there's definitely something there with him. Oh sure, sure. There's oh there's something there with everybody because you never know. Well, I don't know. Something's different about him, I think. I think 
he speaks Cleveland. You know, he's got that Cleveland mentality. I I to, couldn't. To me, I, honest, anyway. I honestly couldn't tell you anything about that. I've never. I I don't know anything about the guy, but other than what other than the stats I just read, so. Um, right. Well. Yeah. To me, anyway, but okay. I don't know. I, just, I, mean, I hope we. Just, I, I hope we. I hope we focus. He he's a guy that he, he's going to end up being a later round pick, maybe oh, yeah. uh, maybe even undrafted. But, yeah, maybe. But he, like you said, he'd be a good backup though, and I I wouldn't mind it. I mean, he, we don't we don't not, really have. We don't really. Well, if have, you if like, you need a, if if you need that starter, then obviously you, you still might need a backup, but. And well, because right. and then if you don't get a starter, then your backup becomes a starter, and then you need a backup. Right. So, I mean, I I understand where you're coming from, kind of. So, right. Uh, moving on to March 17th, Georgia's pro day. Georgia has they have a list of names: Tyson they Campbell, do. Tyson Campbell at cornerback, Ben Cleveland, offensive guard, uh, DJ Daniel, quarterback, Malik Herring, defensive end, Trey Hill, center. Richard LeCount, the third, safety. Trey McKinney, tight end. Aziz Ojolari, outside linebacker. Monty Rice, inside linebacker. Eric Stokes and Mark Webb, both cornerbacks. Uh, the one I'm most interested to see is Aziz Ojolari, obviously, because he's he's his name's up there in the top three of outside linebackers and edge rushers. Mm. So, but a uh, guy that some guys that the, the, this this list here is is. Pretty, pretty solid. I mean, Tyson Campbell is a, a good corner. Ben Cleveland yeah. is a good guard. Uh, Malik Herring is a solid defensive end. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, it's... obviously Ojolari is is there. Um, and then it... Eric Stokes is a good corner. Right. So they somehow, they, they... if somehow the Browns were able to get Ojolari, that would be. Well, it's not unheard of for the Browns to get Ojolari if he's available. Well, I, I if he's available, well, that's, what that's what I'm saying. If he's available, and I don't know that he will be. It just depends on who. It, it, it depends on one. Um, does somebody draft up to get him? Two right. is how high is he on Cleveland's draft board? Uh, is is he going to be above somebody else? Right. Or is somebody else going to be above him? Yeah. And then again, that same question kind of going going hand in hand with the first one of is he still there? Did someone right. even not trading? Let's say let's say the Steelers take him. The Steelers don't need him, but the Steelers would take him at twenty four. Then obviously Cleveland would have to get somebody else. So he he's right. definitely a, a highly scouted, highly touted um, edge rusher from Georgia. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if if the Cardinals well, the Cardinals really need him now because we got uh, JJ Watt, but right. But still, even if they even if they drafted him, I wouldn't hate it. Right. No, yeah, I I definitely I, I, I definitely, I definitely wouldn't hate it if the Cardinals took him, uh, because then that can give obviously another another weapon for the defense that is somewhat needed. Yeah, if you want to have. Um, JJ Watt stick his hand in the dirt and and then let um, Ojolari go off of his side, then sure. But right. 
but I, 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 he's not a position we ultimately need at this point. They're, after having signed J.J. Watt, the Cardinals need have, have other needs now that they can go after. Right, definitely. So another team on the same day, actually, is uh, Pittsburgh. And a couple on here. We're not talking about eye. we're not talking about the Steelers here. We're talking about the Pitt yeah. Panthers. Pitt Panthers, yes. Of they, I, I honestly, I can't tell you anything about any of these guys. Well, the only one that I the only one that I really know of and caught my eye was uh, Paris Ford, the safety. Yeah, Paris Ford is. On NFL, he has. There's nothing on him on NFL.com. There's no. There, there's no like stats or anything. I don't. May, really? Maybe they. Maybe they, I don't know if they played this year. So they gave him a draft grade of five point nine three, mm-hmm. which five point nine three. They have him right now set as a backup or a special teamer. I think he'd fit well on special teams. Yeah, but, but you don't. But you, I mean, yeah, you want to kind of draft for special teams so you can have those guys set. But right, I don't know if I. I don't know if I necessarily. He's a guy that I would want to draft. He's a guy I would. No, I would look at be, in free agency once no, the draft is over. But right. But yeah, he's he's not a guy that. Yeah, like I said, Pittsburgh. There's not. There's really nobody here that, excuse me, stands out and piques my interest at all. So, nah, not really. We'll move on to Thursday, March 18th. Well, no, you skipped. Okay, no, you never mind. Well, yeah, we were already on the 18th, but no. So yeah, so okay, so so who's the who's the next school then? Pitt was on the 17th. Huh? Pitt was on the 17th. Were they on the 17th? I thought you I thought you said Pitt was on the 18th. Mm -mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. My apologies. Okay, so who's on the 18th then? It's all good. So we have a couple of teams. Auburn, Buffalo. Now, the only reason I mention Buffalo is because of one man, Jarrett Patterson. That that dude got overshadowed big time. I mean, he had eight touchdowns in one game. That is... That is incredible. Who were they playing? Who were they playing? I I understand. But still, eight touchdowns in one game—that you can't just ignore that. Uh, obviously, it's oh uh, yeah. Obviously, you can't blink at that. But I understand they were playing, you know, Miss Daisy's preschool. But <laughs> but still, I mean, you can't really ignore it because he is a good running back. He's a really good running back. I think he's a solid running back. He he I, he he'd be a guy that could go fourth, fifth round, maybe. Yeah, I, I think that's fair for him. I, I think that's fair, but I wanted to give him some recognition because okay, nobody really nobody really did this year. I'm not gonna mention the reason why. I'll I'll get in trouble because he plays for Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, true. Anyway, so. Auburn. Um, the only one that's Stood out to me with Auburn was uh, probably the same for you, Seth Williams, the wide receiver. Um, no, don't know anything about him. 
Nope. Uh, NFL doesn't have anything on him. Really? Yeah. You know, yep. He'll be he'll be good. Yeah. He'll Auburn's. Be I don't even know. I don't know if I have Auburn on my list here. I, I don't. Uh, I obviously I don't. Because the next right. team I have is Alabama. Jeez, you're all the way down there then, are you? Okay. I'm on March March 23rd is Alabama. You're going to talk about Florida State? Who do they have? Asante Samuel. Okay, so when I was making this list, I was looking at teams that have more than one or two guys. Oh, they've got because there are because there are other four. Who? Asante Asante Samuel, Samuel is the only one that I have heard of in this group. Marvin Wilson, tackle, or defensive tackle. Sorry. Uh, okay, he safety. It, it, NFL has nothing on him. All right, safety Hamza Nasruddin. Sorry, I tried. He's got a, a six point one, which. Could based on which, based on their analytics, uh, if I could find it, six point one says could be a starter within the first two seasons. So, I mean, sure. Yeah, and wide receiver Tamari on Terry. I don't know much about Tamari and Terry. Uh, he's in the same group with um, the safety. Okay. He's a he's a six point one five. So gotcha. now now they, the, they the, the, these. Obviously, these these prospect grades are are based on um, based on just who the who who the player is, and not necessarily where they're going to go. Right. Let, let's say, for example, Terry ends up in Green Bay. Yeah, he could be a solid re- receiver, mm-hmm. but I don't. But he'd be more of of like the guy of of a uh, maybe an Alan Lazard or yeah. A, uh, what's the other guy's name? Um, Marquez Valdez Scantling. He he could be that starter, but he's gonna. I I see him being a, a guy as the starter that's maybe a, a a number two or a number three. Right. I don't. I, mean, I don't. That very well could be. I mean, it, could he be a starter someday as the number one? Sure, absolutely. But yeah, he got work for it, but. But yeah, I don't. I don't know about Tamarian Terry much. I don't know much either. But um, but no. So yeah. So when I made my list again, like I said, I was talking about like guys who were who were really solid names. So if, like for example, I've got Alabama. Alabama's got a lot of top names. Penn State. Penn State yeah, has yeah. some has some top names. Uh, BYU, right. Michigan. They they've got some top names. Right. So that's that's just kind of how I was basing my my list on, I guess, really just the teams that I was mainly interested in. Right. I just wanted to throw them in there because they had. And I get that. Yeah, I mean, Asante Samuel is is projected second rounder, maybe even first if a team is willing to to take him later rounds. Right. And it, it could happen, but uh, we'll never know until uh, draft night. Right. But um. Moving on to Alabama, and you're right. Alabama, they have a lot. March 23rd, Alabama. They have a they have a lot. So they up. see. Let's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven names, 
and a lot of them are, are big name guys. So, um, Christian Barmore, defensive tackle, Deontay Brown, offensive guard, Landon Dickerson, the center, Thomas Fletcher, long snapper, Najee Harris, running back, Mac Jones, quarterback, Alex Leatherwood, offensive tackle, Dylan Moses, linebacker, Devontae Smith, receiver, Patrick Sertan, the second corner, and Jalen Waddle, wide receiver. Um, there's not one guy on this list I wouldn't want the Cardinals to draft. Oh, yeah. Maybe the long snapper, but I don't know. Long snap. I'm not. I'm not saying long snapper is important because I, it obviously is. But long snapper is not not a position you're necessarily going to draft. Right. They so, now they obviously have a lot of people. Now obviously they're they're one guy on here that the Cardinals don't need outside of uh, Thomas Fletcher is Mac Jones. Uh, they don't need a, a quarterback. Right, and the Browns don't either. But and we don't need a running back either. But the Cardinals. Or Could, like a, the Cardinals need a, a running back, so or they could use yeah, one. Yeah, you do. So yeah, you do. Yeah, uh, Barmore, uh, Deontay Brown, Dickerson, Harris, Leatherwood, Don Moses, Dante Smith, Sertan, and Waddle—all guys that I wouldn't mind the Cardinals taking. Right now, I wouldn't mind the Browns picking Sertan or Dylan Moses. Yeah, Dylan. Ones, I, I think. Know, I really... think. No, go ahead, real quick. The other ones we don't really necessarily need. Uh, maybe Christian Barmore as well. Yeah, you could. The Browns. The Browns could use a D tackle. We could. Um, so I'll throw I, him in there. I think Dylan Moses is an underrated linebacker. I've, I liked him two years ago uh, in college, and and now for him to be coming into the NFL, he's a guy I think that gets underlooked, under or is underrated and overlooked a little bit. Hmm. I agree. Uh, he he's a very athletic, very athletic kid. Um, but he also has had injuries. Yeah, he, he has yeah, had he has had true. some injuries. So that's I think that's why teams are kind of leery about it, and why why some of these analysts are leery because he has had some um, injury issues. Right. So, I, I, but I get if, that. if healthy, he's definitely, definitely a guy who can really give it all he's got and, and make an impact for your team. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I hope that that's the case because he'll be something else in the end. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but no, I did, yeah, again, this, this list is just absolutely nuts. I mean, all of these guys are, are named guys. From the league, uh, the one guy, so excluding a long snapper, because, again, long snapper is not a position that ends up being drafted all the time, at least. Right. Mac, Mac Jones, I think, probably has the best chance of not doing well. But then again, he also has a great chance of being great. He's got a good chance right. of being great. It just all depends on one where he goes, two who his coach is, and three who who he has around him. So if he were to go to New England and become their starter right away, that's a solid team to go for. That's a solid team to stick with. Oh yeah, <clears throat> I, I honestly see that happening. I see the Patriots getting him honestly. I had that in my mock draft. 
Let me let me look at and see where my I have him in my mock draft real quick. Okay. Because I definitely had him going to the Patriots in my mock draft. Um, and we'll we'll have our mock drafts. We're going to be doing uh, other mock drafts here re- or soon. We're going to be doing. Uh, hopefully, hopefully we can get together as all three of us and do a live mock draft where where we've talked about taking uh taking it so getting all the team names, putting them into a hat, um, and then drawing out uh, names and uh, you're drafting for that team. Right. So we're 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 talking about possibly doing that. We're trying to get uh, a weekend where we can do that uh, and just do. I don't know if we're going to do a full mock draft, if we'll do the, just the first round, if we'll do three round. Uh, we'll have more info on that as we uh, go along, but Mac to Jones. To be determined. Yeah, to be determined. Uh, Mac Jones, I have him going 20 to Chicago. Really? In my, yeah. in my first mock draft. Okay. Well, In my first mock draft, I've got him going 20th to Chicago. Not unheard of. No, but, not unheard of. But I, I mean, I they think... they they're 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 in position for the need of another quarterback. If but they don't, I don't know. If they do, well, now that Carson Wentz went to Indianapolis, that is obviously done. Um, I don't think they'll stick with Trubisky, honestly, unless they're willing to give up. Uh. Everything, including the kitchen sink. I don't know if if he'll end up if the if uh, Chicago will end up with Russell Wilson. They've got to give up a lot for him. Right, and that's the thing. I don't know that they're going to. I don't, I don't know either. I don't. I don't, see, I don't think I don't, it would be worth it. I don't see them doing it, honestly. I don't. I, I don't. If I for Chicago, I don't. I, I can't say I think it would be worth it for them to to try and trade for. For right. Russell Wilson. Now he's Russell Wilson. He's he's a great quarterback. Oh yeah. But but if you're gonna give up a lot for him, then is it worth it? Is it yeah? Is it really worth it? Because the he's been he's no. he's been graded at, at three first round picks. Are you gonna want to give up if you're Chicago? Are you gonna give want to give up your next three first round picks for nope. Deshaun Watson? It would be no. hard for me to say yes. It would. I'm not going to yeah, say I wouldn't would. say yes, but but it would definitely be one that you'd really have to think about. That's oh, why yeah. I said I, I I wouldn't imagine, or yeah, I would imagine that we, we'll see him either in in New Orleans or um, Dallas. Right. He I, he. I think he's got a decent chance in, in ending up in uh, Las Vegas with the Raiders, but I think the the other two are more likely. Right. I could see the Raiders, but something tells me they're not ready to move on from Carr yet. And I, I get it in a way, but in a way I, I don't. Because if, if it's a quarterback like Russell Wilson, then no. You you take Russell over Derek Carr. I'm sorry, but you just do. Right, right. Um, no, yeah, obviously, but, but I, yeah. But you're right. I see him more so towards... Dallas or New Orleans. Granted, if Drew Brees does retire, that's if Brees retires and if um, Jerry Jones is willing to give up. Right. Well, <laughs> Jerry Jones is very stubborn. I don't know that he's willing. He's to very do that. stubborn, but he also has some senile tendencies. 
Right. He kept, no offense to this particular quarterback, but he kept uh, Romo for many, many years. Romo was yeah. a great quarterback, though. I Romo Romo's a few. He was Romo is a few. I've got Romo as a future Hall of Famer. So I mean, it you you can't get rid of him. Yeah, I mean, he just chokes and injuries, and I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't. I don't hey, every year he gave him hope of making the Super Bowl, but I mean, I obviously, mean, I, obviously I've they lost. came up short, but. All the time. Again, if 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 the Cardinals needed a quarterback and Tony Romo was there, I would have wanted him. If, yes. As like as a free agent, if the Cardinals would, you can't tell me as a Browns fan that you wouldn't have wanted Romo as a quarterback. Okay. To be fair, look at all the rest of the quarterbacks we've had. Of course, that's that's what I'm talking about. Okay, but you can't bring up the Browns with a quarterback situation. They've been terrible. No, you can't. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You can't Dude, tell I, me that. You can't tell me that you wouldn't have wanted Tony Romo as a free agent. Buddy, I darn near would have taken Ryan Leaf. Yeah, well. I mean, anyway, it, it, it's true. No, the quarterback yeah. situation was bad. Baker was a blessing. Yeah, oh, yes, like. he is. And then if he just keeps continuing taking strides and, and getting better with his offense, he, he has a great chance. He's got a good chance of uh, being uh, a Super Bowl champion one day. God, I hope. God, I hope. It would, like, it would be nice. Have it. It, would be it, nice. Would, it would be nice. We'd have a parade other than the 0-16. <laughs> it, it would be a good parade. It would be, well, yeah, it would be a good parade. It would be a good parade. Uh, well, and Cleveland's already had that parade back when the, the Cavaliers won. Oh, yeah, but could you but, imagine the Browns, though? Oh, if the Browns won it, that, that city, uh, they're not going to be able to go to work for a week. Oh, yeah. It'd be on lockdown, man. It, it definitely city, would be. Oof. It would nuts. it would burn out of happiness. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, moving on, we're hitting hitting time that we need to move on here. Um, yeah. I'm just gonna run through some teams real quick because uh, I don't know well, how. I'd like, to, I'd like to bring up one if you don't mind on Wednesday, March 24th. You didn't have it on the list, but I'd like to okay. bring that because right. I've seen them. I've seen them play. Okay, obviously, I'm a USC fan, so. Elijah Vera Tucker, they have him going late first round. I didn't have and USC on here? No. Oh, I thought I did. I apologize. I thought I did. I thought no, I put him on here. Oh, okay. I apologize. All good. Um, yeah, Elijah Vera Tucker, they have him going late first round, and deservingly so. He has been Well, he's very, even being looked good. at as maybe a, a mid-middle first rounder cause, right. uh, because there are some, some uh, analysts that have the Cardinals taking him at 16. Some analysts have him being taken uh, earlier than 16. Right, and deservingly so. I mean, he's probably he's he's definitely one of the top of the class. Uh, he's definitely one of the top five offensive linemen uh, in oh, general. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But I think the one that everybody is trying well, not trying, but the other one that everybody is not really well known. Like he's not. He's, oh, he's being this. he's being overlooked. Right, yeah, yeah. Or, or a guy who's flying under the radar. Yeah. Jay Tufele, defensive tackle. No, I agree. He, he's, he's a solid he's a solid D-tackle. He did great things at USC. Um, I, I think if Cleveland could probably get him in, like, the second to third round, 
I'd be happy with that. Looking at my mock draft, I have him going in the second round to Detroit. Oh, well, I don't like you anymore. <laughs> well, I apologize, but I mean, it, I, I, he, I, 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 I say he's a good D tackle. I like him. Oh, yeah. I, I, I like, I like Tufele. Yeah. So I, uh, in my mock draft, I have him going to Detroit. Right. I, I probably could happen, but I, I wouldn't mind if the Browns got him. But uh, well, I wouldn't mind if the Cardinals took him either. Well, true. true. Um, wide receiver Amon Ra St. Brown. He's very good, very underrated. I think he'll be a solid third receiver, maybe second. He could be a, a, a solid third receiver. Maybe second, depending on the team. Um, I've seen quite a bit from him, obviously. And he kind of, he reminds me a lot of what um oh my goodness I'm blanking on his name yeah I couldn't tell you oh man I'm I'm blanking it's not it's not Juju definitely not Juju Smith Schuster you talking about Steelers receivers no 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 who's the um, oh Michael Pittman Jr. <clears throat> oh yeah. <laughs> you, you Homer. Hey, he reminds me a lot of him. You Homer Pittman had one touchdown this year, so you're gonna say uh, St. Brown's gonna have one touchdown this next year? Well, no. I'm saying that he reminds me with his play style of Michael Pittman Jr. Not exactly like him. Hopefully, you know he does a little bit better than what Pittman did. But I think right. Pittman just had a down year. He'll be good next year. Right. Hopefully, hopefully. Um, well, you know, Rivers and his throwing, he just, you know. Yeah, yeah. All right, looking on to the next pro day I have, I have Penn State on March 25th. Mm-hmm. Um, let me find their, their list of players real quick. Mainly, I, I put them on here mainly for, for Micah Parsons, but they still have uh, – a few oh, yeah. good names in here. They got Pat Fryermuth, the tight end, uh, Wolf Fry's offensive tackle, Michael yeah. Minette, the center, Jason Away, the defensive end, Michael Parsons, uh, inside linebacker, and Shaka Tony, defensive end. I like I like Fryermuth, uh, Away, Parsons, and Shaka Tony. Shaka Tony, I think, is a guy that's not getting a lot of um, look right now. He's having watched him for the previous few years uh, as an Ohio state fan going up against Penn state. He's a guy that, that I definitely wouldn't mind seeing uh, become a, a star. I think right. he has, I think he has the potential. Um, he let's, let's see what NFL gave him. The NFL gave him NFL.com gave him a 5.95, which puts him at the backup or special teamer. I don't know. I, I think Shaka Tony could be, again, this is, uh, anytime we talk about guys like this that are projected special teamer or, or backup, mm. they're, if, if they're put in the right situation. Right. Oh, that's he, all it depends on. He's going to end up being, Shaka Tony is probably going to end up being a later round pick, being fifth, fifth rounder later. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Well, I, I just good pick. I just I I I think that he's a solid edge rusher. Right. Now maybe that's biased because I've watched him for a few years, but I mean this year he was he was solid. He he was really good, uh, especially with the uh, absence of Micah Parsons. Right. Absolutely. I think you're right. Under under the right circumstance, you know, if, if a team sees him at the the fifth round, or if they excuse me, or if they see him in the fourth round, and they're thinking, no, oh, well, you know what, we like what we see with you. We'll, we'll take you. Yep. I could see that too. Yep. Because I've seen a little bit of him as well, and uh, I I agree with you, a hundred percent. He's not getting looked at nearly enough as he probably should. Right. Um. Yeah, you're right. So, um, so looking and at time. Uh, no, go ahead. Good. Sorry, and with uh, Pat Fryermuth as well. Yeah, he's <laughs> he he's a solid tight end. I've got him as my second best tight end in the uh, draft. Right. Who's first? Well, obviously Kyle Pitts. Okay. I you know you never know. If you have um, if you have Fryermuth over Kyle Pitts, then reevaluate what you're doing. <laughs> true. Very true. Or stop being a Penn State homer. <laughs> true. Very true. Um, so, I think that's it for March 25th. March 25th, yes. March 26th. Looking at time, we need to kind of speed things up, so we'll just, we'll, uh, we'll uh, I'll say the teams that I've got here on my list. Okay. Um, what day they're going, and we'll pick a guy and talk about him for just a quick second. So, uh, March 26th is BYU in Michigan. Okay, well, obviously BYU, obviously Zach BYU Wilson. for his for Zach Wilson. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Michigan's got a lot of a lot of solid players coming into this draft. They do, but the one that sticks out to me definitely is Quiddy Pay. Oh, course. definitely, it's it's Quiddy Pay. Um, yeah. Guy I think is getting underlooked a little bit is uh, Jalen Mayfield. I as an offensive tackle, I like him. I do. I agree. If I agree. if if the Cardinals don't take an offensive tackle and he's available in round two, not a guy I wouldn't have. Um, excuse me, a guy I wouldn't mind the Cardinals taking in the second round. Second round, really? Well, oh yeah. I'd say, so, I'd some say some believe some believe not well. No no no. Some believe Jalen Mayfield could go first in the first round. Yeah, I, I could see it if you really, really need an offensive tackle like right I now. Th- I, I, I would have him graded as a first round tackle. Really? Late, late first round, late first round, maybe to um, like a Kansas City or a Green Bay, but, but no, Jalen. I think Jalen Mayfield is honestly, in my opinion, outside of uh, Rashawn Slater and um, uh, Sewell. Uh, he's he's the best tackle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can see why you're saying that, and I, I would I would probably agree with you on that. Um, March 29th, Miami. Um, mm. we and we did this mainly for James, but they they they've got three well, great defensive ends. <laughs> they do. And that team is going to struggle next year at defensive end. Oh yeah, but, they will. Um, yeah, they will. Um, the one that I kind of wanted to get was Jalen Phillips. 
he, he is he's a really high on him. Right. He he's a guy that uh, before the JJ Watt deal, he's a guy that I would have wanted the Cardinals to take. Mm. Because I don't think Ro how do you pronounce his last name? Roju? No. Oh, I'm sorry, the other one. Uh Rossau. Rossau? Rossau. Rossau. Okay, so yeah, Rossau is I don't think he's a guy that that would be there for the Cardinals to take, but Jalen Phillips probably would be. Right. Uh, Brevin Jordan is a guy I kind of want to keep my eye on. I think he could be uh, maybe just a solid tight end in the league. He's Most analysts have him graded as the, the third best tight end. So uh, yeah. if, he's, if he's available in maybe the third or – well, I'm not going to say third. If he's available in the fourth or fifth round for the Cardinals, I'd take him. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think he'd be worth that for sure. I would definitely take him. Um, March 30th, we have Ohio State, Texas A&M, and Washington. Uh, let me scroll down to Washington real quick. Washington, uh, I put them on here um, because of uh, Elijah Molden and mm-hmm. Joe Tryon, two guys that I believe can make a, a big impact on, a, on an NFL team. Molden, more of a slot corner, in my opinion. Um, I think he'd be yeah. my better fit in, in, in that slot position than, than a regular, um, straight out, outside corner. And then Joe Tryon, Tryon's projected a, a mid to late first round. So mm-hmm. he, he, yeah, he's, he's definitely a guy who can, who can get things done on the field, um, as uh, an edge rusher. Oh yeah. Going up to Texas A&M, um, they've got some decent guys here. The, Obviously, the one that sticks out to everyone would be Kellen Mond. Right. He's he's not projected uh, high high round pick. He's going to be a later round guy, but uh, has all the potential to be a starter someday. Oh, Kellen, yeah. Mond, Kellen Mond to me seems to be the type of quarterback like of what Dak uh, Prescott is. Yeah, I, um, I could see that. I could see that. But you're right; he'll definitely fall in the later rounds. Because he's not really, I'll be honest with you, I haven't heard much about him during this whole uh, draft season, honestly. And and you're not going to because teams aren't, or, or uh, analysts aren't really talking about guys outside of the top you know, three rounds. Right. So. Well, uh, I understand that, but I, I think you're right. He has starting potential Sunday if he. Uh, let me let me see real quick if I have him on my list anywhere. I don't believe I have him on my draft. If I do, it would definitely be third round. Um. And I, I made this this draft back in January. This mock draft back in at the end of January, so it'll obviously right. change because I have Morig Trayvon Morig safety from TCU. I have him going to Jacksonville at seventy four. Um. Right. Yeah, I don't. I okay. So I have him going to Indianapolis, Kellen Mond in the third round. Obviously, now that's going to change because oh yeah, because Indianapolis traded for Carson Wentz. So right. So again, a guy who probably followed the fourth round or later. So yeah. Uh, and then Ohio State to round out uh, March thirtieth. Man, you and I talked before that we started recording, and this list is just—it's it, right there underneath Alabama. 
Oh, yeah. Definitely. It's right there underneath Alabama. Um, Drew Chrisman, definitely going to be punting balls on on Sundays. Jonathan oh, yeah. Cooper, defensive end. Wyatt Davis, offensive guard. Luke Farrell, tight end. These are all guys that can can make, if not uh, starting roles, then then a solid backup. Um, right. Blake Hobbeel, kicker. He not not having bias in this, trying to take as much bias out as possible. He's a great kicker, and and, and a, a team would be remiss if they didn't. I'm not going to say they need to draft him. Because I'm not a big fan of drafting punters and kickers unless you absolutely 100% know. Right. Drew Chrisman is the only guy I would have the Cardinals consider drafting. But Andy Lee is still playing, so that's not going to happen. Uh, Justin Hilliard, I said linebacker, he was great at Ohio State. I don't know how well he'll be in the league. Um, Josh Myers, a center, he he's a guy who could end up going late second, Maybe into the third round. Uh, Trey Sermon really came on late last year. Solid running back. He's a guy I could see third round talent. Tommy Togi, yeah. guy who really stepped up for the defense this year at Ohio State. He's a guy I could see going in the second round, believe it or not. Um, I think his name's getting overlooked a little bit, and I think there's going to be a uh, a team in the NFL who thinks the same way as I do when they take him in the second round. I see third round for him, honestly. Do you? Okay. Mainly, mainly because of that fact. Nobody's—he's getting overlooked. Right, right. And I'm, and I'm sure. I'm sure there are teams who are looking at him. Who? I mean, who's I to say that? Sure. Who's to say that? I mean, yeah, it would be a third rounder. But who's to say that the Jaguars don't take him because? No. Urban Meyer, well, because right. he's, uh, because he's uh, he's one of Urban's guys. Um, right. And it very well could be. Uh, Sean Wade, cornerback. And he he definitely he he's he definitely fell. He should have went in the draft last year. Um, oh yeah, he should have. He, he definitely should have. He was projected high round talent, but I mean he really fell off because he moved outside of that corner or that slot corner position. Yep. If if he gets to a team and they they say okay, here you go, here's your slot position back. He'll 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 thrive if not he'll uh he'll sink right uh, and then obviously the big name on the list justin fields at quarterback yeah, justin fields is um arguably second best if not definitely the third best quarterback in the draft right he's, yeah, i agree he's a guy that has all the potential to be great so i yeah, think i think i had him going to the broncos no, not you didn't. The, not, not the Broncos. Panthers. I'm sorry, Panthers. No, you didn't. Anyway. I had, him, and my <laughs> dad, I had him going to the Panthers. The Panthers, sure, not the Broncos. No, I, um, I, I made a mistake on the Broncos. So, the, the so, so there's one guy I could definitely see being drafted who – I'm not going to say he shouldn't be drafted, but I was never a big fan of his at Ohio State. And by that, I mean I, I didn't like this guy. Uh, Tough Borland, just real quick. Um, he'll get drafted. He'll get drafted. I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, if it was by uh, Jacksonville, just really? because. Just because he is he is the definition of an Urban Meyer guy. Right. The reason why he kept playing 
this year he was I mean he he was a good linebacker there at the end but for the rest of his career at Ohio State he wasn't wasn't much he but he had a lot of heart he's got he he loves the game of football he he's right. got he's got great heart for the game of football and I think that alone should get him will will, will get him drafted um the NFL's got a grade on him of 5.6 so that's looking at this as making third, fourth round. Well, I don't know. It says so for for their grade for the NFL's grade. It says chance to make end of roster or practice squad. Ah, yeah. So he and that might happen, and then he could oh, get might. a little bit more recognition, and then make it, it to might. a roster. It might. Uh, moving on, March thirty first, we have Florida, LSU, and Notre Dame. Uh, let's see. Let, let's start with Florida. Okay. Florida, uh, they, Ky- they Kyle, Kyle Trask. Kyle Pitts, Kyle Trask. Mm. Um, Kadarius Tony. Kadarius Tony. It'll be uh, good. It'll be good. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I, I think that was that was it for them. Yeah, I, I do believe that was yeah. it. Uh, I think the one that has the one that to me, real quick, real quick. Real okay. Quick. Good. Good. The one to me on that team that'll probably do better than all of them is uh, Kyle Pitts, the tight end. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Kyle Pitts is. Let, let me let me look real quick. See what their grade is on him. What the NFL.com grade is? NFL.com grade is seven point one nine. So that leads him at about. Um. They've got him as a Pro Bowl talent. So yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He'll, he yeah. definitely has the most, um, the most upside, the, the, the biggest, the grid, the best, best chance to be all pro. Right. right. Yeah. So moving on, looking at, uh, LSU now. Obviously, um, Jamar Chase. Chase, Terrace Marshall Jr., mm, uh, yeah. Jabril Cox. I think he's a guy that is maybe a little underlooked. Or, yeah. or, or overlooked. Um, I think he can make a solid impact on a team one day. And then uh, to round out March 31st, you got Notre Dame. If I could find him on my list here, there. Um, and Ian yeah. Book. Um, Liam, uh, yeah. Liam Eichenberg. Yep. Uh, Jeremiah Awosu Karamoa. Yeah. Guys that, again, like I said when I was making this list, guys that could be. Um, something someday for a team, right? Um, and then, I don't, I don't and, and with, with with well, not, not, I'm not saying I'm not saying Ian Book would be, but I'm saying like, um, oh no, I know team, teams teams with teams with guys that you know really stand out to me. Well, right. Well, I'm I'm just saying in general, I just don't know right. that, no. that Ian Book is well, well, and then Oregon. And then Oregon uh, round to go on to March or April second. Excuse me, going into April second, Oregon um, for Penesuel. Mm. So and um, Javon Holland. Javon Holland, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I, I guess I looked past his name. So yeah, that's that. I mean that that that's they've got a they've got two solid guys there that yeah. are. Especially Sewell. Sewell's got a high ceiling. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's definitely. got a high ceiling. I think he's projected early first round. Oh, he's projected top five. Right. 
Thanks for joining um, There's one more that we haven't talked about real quick. Uh, okay. Tulsa. Tulsa. Javen oh, Collins. Because of Javen Collins. That, well, Javen Collins. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I, I mean, good. I get it, but if I were to do, if I were to do teams that had multiple, it just had one guy, then we would be here forever. Because I pat. No, I, no, I know, I know. Well, I just, well, cause I just feel like he deserved recognition. No, I, I agree, but I mean, there are other guys that have that need the recognition, but like Virginia well, Tech, I, I, I pass, I pass Virginia Tech, and they've got Caleb Farley and uh, Christian. Well, Christian, I get that, uh, but Darcel. How often do we get to talk about someone good from Tulsa? Well, not very often, but exactly. But, I, w- but, I wanted to give him, you know, some recognition. I want to give okay. him some love. Okay. Because right. that's hard to do. That's hard to be good at Tulsa. No, I, well, it's not hard. It's not hard to be good at Tulsa. It's yeah. hard to be recognized while at Tulsa. I mean, we well, passed on Texas. We we could have talked about Sam Ellinger or no, Sam Kosemi. Nope. Well, Kosemi's gonna be there. Uh, Stanford, they got Walker Little, Paulson Adebo. Again, yeah. again, guys that, you know, we didn't, we didn't talk about, um, North Dakota State, and they've got a couple guys there that could go first round, maybe second round. Again, it, it's just based on how I saw it. So, it's right. my list, no, I, so back off. Well, I get that, but I wanted to include the guy, poor I guy. Get I get it. I I'm gonna so, tell him later on on Twitter you didn't want to include him. That's fine. Okay, that's fine. He probably won't. He probably won't care. <laughs> uh, probably not because that's okay. I because, care about you. I'm not saying I don't care about him, but anyway. All right, we're moving on. We're, we 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 need to move on because we are running a little on time. Um, yes, I know you're giving me that look again. So we're I I didn't give you any look. I'm scrolling you, through my computer. You'd. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't give you any look. Anyway. 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 I just like busting your chops. Anyway. Anyway. I will give you a look. I know you will. I'll give you a bird, too. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh Anyway, so we're looking at, we're going to take a look at Cynthia Foyland's um, mock draft real quick. She is uh NFL analytics expert and, uh, Meaning she she has she she goes based off of stats and 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 best fits for teams. So mm-hmm. she's got Jacksonville taking Trevor Lawrence. Obvious. Um, and I don't want to run through the entire list. We'll we'll go through the top five. Uh, she's Jacksonville taking Trevor Lawrence. She has the Jets taking Sewell at two. Dolphins Jamar Chase at three. Falcons with Quiddy Pay at four. Bengals with Rashawn Slater at five. Hey, no, we'll go through the top ten. Um, okay. Philadelphia Eagles at six take Kyle Pitts. Detroit taking Micah Parsons. Number eight, Carolina Panthers taking Zach Wilson. Nine, Broncos taking Justin Fields. We'll talk about that for a second here. And then uh, Dallas at ten taking Gregory. I, I still can't remember how, how to pronounce his last name. Rousel. 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 All right, John. It looks like Roju to me, and I keep wanting to say it, but I know that's not right. This is why we need James. I know, you know. <laughs> this is why we need James. No, Come but back. but the fact that she has the Jets taking Sewell, obviously they don't 
right right now, as of right now, they don't need a quarterback um, because they, they have Sam Darnold. Um, yeah, they do, but well, and well, no, you again, you've got to, like I said, you've got to realize that this is based off of uh, what a team needs more, and what they don't need a quarterback more than they would an offensive tackle. No, no, I, I get that, and I get because that. if that were true, uh, then offensive tad, then offensive uh, line would be taken uh, at first every year. Right. But um, this is based on their draft grades and 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 the way she has it set up and. Right. Well, I mean, you can't go wrong with Penny Sewell. No, not at, not at two. No, no. Yeah. Uh, Jamar Chase to the Dolphins at three. We we see that. Uh, could he pay at four? That's kind of. That's kind of a shocker, because uh, most mock drafts bit. most mock drafts don't have him going until uh, mid to late first round. Right. I like that, him. I like him. Yeah. Coming out of Michigan, hurts me to say that as an Ohio State fan, but but uh, he's going into the NFL now, and and uh, I can't hold that against him. True. Um, and then the Bengals obviously taking Slater at five. That that's yeah. uh, I don't know. Uh, no, no, I no, I like it. I, I just had to catch my breath and think for a second, because um, I, I I yawned. Uh, no, I yeah. But no, see, if Sewell's not there at at uh, five, then next best is Rashawn Slater. Yeah. Um, Kyle Pitts at six, not unheard of. Not unheard I, of, especially if Zach Ertz leaves. I can kind of see it. Or or if they want to trade him, Michael right. Parsons to Detroit. He's a he's a great uh, linebacker. He's a great linebacker. I think he'd fit that defense well. Right. But he's got some off the field issues that may hold him back a little bit. Uh, then we get to the interesting part where she's got Zach Wilson to the Panthers and the Broncos taking Justin Fields. I'm not gonna say it's not. Um, I'd reverse those. I probably would too. I probably would too, but. Again, I don't. It's I'm not going to be shocked if the Broncos end up taking Fields at nine, or maybe even if they try and trade up for him. But I just don't see it happening. I I think they would go for a different quarterback at nine if if they wanted to. Right. Well, they they can't stick with Drew Lock. They can't. There's no way that they can stick with Drew Lock. No. No. So I think they do either get. Zach Wilson or Justin Fields. Right. I personally think they get Zach Wilson. Right, because I, I think that the Panthers would take Fields. Well, they def, they definitely take Fields over uh, Wilson. I, I, think, I think well, I think they would too. Uh, I think they fit better there. No, I agree. I I, I think they probably would too. Uh, moving on, um, just so we're just going to go through some notable names. Um, They've got Devon. She's got Devonte Smith going uh, eleven to the Giants. That's not unheard of. Some yeah, some analysts have good. some analysts have that as a, a, a potential pickup mm-hmm. or a draft there. Um, Chargers take Jalen Waddle. Again, that's we, we've I seen see that. It. We've seen that. Vikings taking Elijah Vera Tucker. Uh, again, I see it. like I said, he's a he's a mid to, mid to late round guy. Uh, the, he, she has the Patriots taking Trey Lance at 15. Uh, as of right now, the Patriots just have Jarrett Stidham, and I don't think they're going to roll with Jarrett Stidham. So, 
Do they uh, trade up for a quarterback? Honestly, I think they would. I don't. Or, I don't. I don't see why they don't. Or instead of Trey Lance, do they get Mac Jones and just stay where they are? That that's that's a possibility too. I don't because know because Mac Jones has a lot of the same traits that Tom Brady had later in his career. I mean, he, he's not very mobile. He's a he's a pocket quarterback. Yeah, and he can throw very very well. Yeah, I I I see them taking Mac Jones honestly. If Mac, so for me, if Mac Jones isn't taken in the first round, he'll be a guy that'll be mid second, and so they can pick him up mid second round. Yeah, I can see so, that. So, um, and I could I could see why people like Trey Lance. He did do well, and I'm not taking anything away from him, but I think Mac Jones is better. I don't, but we're not going to get into that again. Um, 16, the Cardinals taking Christian Darashaw, or, uh, yeah, Darashaw. I wouldn't hate that at all. Yeah. I would, I wouldn't hate that at all. Um, yeah. one of the, one of the, he's, he was, he's a top tackle in this draft. So. Right. Guy I, I wouldn't mind the Cardinals taking. Uh, guy you had a lot of praise for Jalen Phillips from Miami going, mm. well, okay. Staying in Miami. <laughs> yeah. She, yeah. she has the Dolphins at 18 taking or yeah. Drafting Jalen Phillips. I hope not. She has Patrick Sertan falling all the way to 19 to Washington. I, um, I could I, see it, kind of. I could, too. I could, too. Now, I don't think he'll fall that far, honestly. I think if he's if he's there at 16, I think the Cardinals might take him. I don't see yeah, why they wouldn't. No, he'll, he'll fall to the mid. Uh, I want to say 15 to 10, maybe. Yeah, I don't. I don't see him. I really don't see him falling past the Raiders or the Dolphins, honestly. No. So, uh, let's see. Moving on, uh, she has the Jets taking Greg Newsom, cornerback from Northwestern. He's not a guy that a lot of guys, a lot of analysts have been talking about. And yeah. Same, same with the next pick at twenty-four with the Steelers taking Dylan uh, Raddins. Uh, I think I did think he Raddins name. Ravens. Okay, I apologize. Uh, again, the the two guys at twenty three, twenty four, not guys that are being talked about for first round picks. Right. But if if That's... if Froyland thinks that they're something, then who who am I to argue with analytics? Right. More power to you. I mean, right. It, they obviously see something in them to to obviously pick them, but we'll just have to see how it all plan, uh, pans out. Right, right. Uh, 25 Jaguars taking Jeremiah Owusu Koromoa. I could see it. Uh, I would, yeah. Well, I don't know. I they think need they a try and... Maybe. I may, I, again, this is why we need James. I know. I was <laughs> I've said it multiple <laughs> times. James, you're not taking any more time off. Never. <laughs> you're here forever. Um, I think they need to bolster that line, though, the offensive line to protect. And I agree with that. Because uh, ba- based on Froyland's mock draft here, she's got Jalen Mayfield going to Baltimore at 27. Um, right. If he's still there, I think Jacksonville has to take him. Oh, I agree. I, I, think I, just say, I think Jacksonville takes a linebacker later on. But pro- you're probably right. Probably not right. Well, they, I mean, they've got two picks in the second round as well, so they're, they're, there's no – Saying that they don't take a linebacker in the second round. Right. There's no rush to do it in the first one. Right. 
Right. There and there there are still going to be good linebackers available with that first pick in the second round. Right. So, oh yeah, definitely. Uh, hopping back one pick to we talked about the Baltimore twenty-seven taking Jalen Mayfield going to twenty-six. The Browns taking uh, Trayvon Morig. You and I talked before we started. I don't I don't know how much that pick works because they have Terrence Mitchell um, and they right. have Grant Delpit. Delpit was hurt. So are, are they doing that based off of because how, how much of that was led to the fact that Delpit was hurt? Did I don't know. I don't know if they I don't know how much of that they took into consideration. Uh, if they're going just based off of uh, Sandejo, then yeah, obviously they need a safety. But no, of course, but they drafted one last year, and I don't so. think we get safety. No, we, don't I, get, I, we don't get safety. I think we work on edge and defensive tackle and linebacker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there, there's too many other positions that the Browns would need. Then right. we don't need cornerback because we got Ward and Greedy. And Greedy's got to get healthy again too. He is healthy. He's back. So, uh, yeah. So, so they, she has uh, Kadarius Tony taking, or being taken by the Saints at twenty-eight. Uh, mm-hmm. She has the Packers actually drafting a, a receiver to help out Aaron Rodgers and Rashad Bateman. Which, if I'm not mistaken, that's who I have them taking in my first mock draft. I think I had him too, honestly. Uh, Green Bay. Yeah, yeah. I have Green Bay taking Rashad Bateman. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Kansas City taking Aziz Ojolari. Again, a guy that I think Cleveland would probably take before. Oh, definitely. Before then. Uh, and, and then rounding it out at 32, Tampa Bay taking a Levi, or yeah, the Buccaneers taking Levi. Unwu, oh, I'm not, I'm not sure how to pronounce this guy's name. You watched the Pac-12. How do you pronounce this guy's name? Levi Anwuzariki. Anwuzariki. Okay. Uh, so that that and that's that's based on if Indomitian Sue doesn't come back. So uh, we'll have to wait I and see. I wouldn't. I wouldn't see why he. I, mean, I don't see why he wouldn't. Right. I think he will. I, I think he will too. To come back to the team that just won the Super Bowl. Why wouldn't you want to go back? Exactly. I mean, why? That'd be dumb. I mean, I. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. They're, I agree. Uh, so. Yeah, taking just just again taking a real quick look at Froyland's Froyland's mock draft. The thing that stands out to me the most was the fact that she has uh, Fields going to the Broncos. Right. I like I said, I'd flip those two Broncos and Panthers. No, I agree. I agree. Uh, not a lot of uh, uh, outside of the fact that she has uh, Newsom and Reddins uh, in, in the first round, guys that aren't being talked about for first rounders. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, I'd, I'd say the most surprising was Fields to the Broncos because I just I honestly oh, don't yeah. see the Broncos taking a quarterback in the first round. Nah, um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, and up, my it's first up in the air. one, I don't, I don't even have them taking a, a quarterback at all in, in my first, my first mock draft. Oh really? So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, all I right. Well, you think they do? I think they'll take one. Well, and this is, I mean, they've got a, again, this, I, again, I did that a month and a half ago. So, right. So, all right. Well, that has been 
this episode of Your Favorite Football Podcast. I'm Raceland along with Pat. Thanks for joining me, Pat. Uh, we will see you next Tuesday. Right now, I'm not too sure what we're going to talk about. We'll find, uh, we'll find something that happens over the weekend to talk about. Thanks for listening.